Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today, Megan. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Thanks for taking time out of your day to share your information and insights here for everyone to listen to. Sure, no problem. If you want to just kind of start off and give us a little background information about yourself and your business and uh, whatever you want to share, that would be great. Okay. Um. Yeah, back in 2006, I started doing mobile tans. A friend of mine kind of introduced me to the idea, and I thought it was a really good idea. I started out um, just in New Orleans, which is where I'm from, in Louisiana. Um, did that for, I don't know, about eight years, I guess. And then in uh, 2000, well, I guess about 2013, I opened uh, – um, a studio salon and that's kind of where I'm at now um it's about 30 minutes outside of New Orleans now so um the name is Endless Summer um and that is pretty much it <laughs> that's great I mean you you're you sound a lot like most of the people I've interviewed so far it sounds like mobile is kind of testing the waters for everybody and then you know a- after time and depends on the amount of time depends on the person and the involvement and everything and then they eventually take it into a salon or or something like that renting a space or something so what you know that that was kind of a gradual process it sounds like for you as well absolutely I um had a you know nine to five job so I did mobile on the side just for extra money um it it was just kind of a side gig and over the years I I wanted to go full-time, but, of course, I was apprehensive to do so, to give up, you know, that, quote-unquote, regular paycheck. Uh, but, you know, finally, I it was a lot harder to accommodate clients because, you know, I had my regular job that would take up so much time. I'm a mom, so I had the kids, too. And um, finally, I just went for it, and, and it was a lot easier. It became easier for me, better for the clients because they had a place to go to, you know, was it traveling, I didn't have to worry about traffic or, you know, lugging stuff around anymore. Um, and, you know, it, it of course had its, its difficulties in the beginning, but after a few months, you know, it, it became easier and easier. I mean, it's still, you know, the, the difficulty of running a business, but having that space, um, enables you to have more clientele and you know people kind of like the idea of coming somewhere it kind of gives you a whole new opportunity of clients so it was it was definitely the best move I could have made sure yeah and it gives them a chance to get out of the house and things like that depending on what they're doing so uh, that kind of leads us a perfect segue into the the next question I like to, to touch on is if you had like to with the ups and downs in business, if you had to touch on a worst and a best moment, you know, entrepreneur moment for your business, what would those moments be? Um, I think I think in the beginning when I started out, there wasn't really, you know, spray tanning had been around, but at least in my area, it wasn't very prominent. So I didn't really have anyone to learn from. My sources of learning consisted of, you know, over the Internet and uh Norvell is, is a product line I use. They did have some online resources that were helpful, but, 
you know, uh, I've always been a hands-on person, so it was kind of difficult not having, you know, someone I could go to and, and, and get that help that I needed. So there was a lot of ups and downs in the beginning, you know, just even learning how to spray, how to, um, you know, deal with clients and things like that. Um, but then, you know, as it was anything else, after time, it became easier. Um, I think some of the hardest times were just, um, you know, staying focused. A lot of people didn't really understand, you know, they almost kind of like mock you like, oh, you're going to make money spraying people, you know, but um, that kind of got me motivated as well. Um, yeah. I think the worst time I ever had, um, I guess, well, not worse, but, you know, one of the times that sticks out in my mind uh, a couple years ago, I was still doing mobile, so it's probably been about five years, but I had um, Easter weekend, which was always busy, you know. I had probably 40 clients, and all of a sudden my, my machine wouldn't spray. So I went into full-blown panic mode, didn't know what to do. It just would not turn on. Um, so I canceled a few appointments, and then I was like, there's got to be some way I can fix this. And I did call Norvell, and they overnighted me a machine so I was able to still do most of my appointments which was awesome so that was probably a, you know a bad situation turned yeah. good um I don't really have a particular moment that was like a best moment I think just you know having the opportunity to connect with so many clients um you know the way you make them feel good about themselves that really um kind of is what developed my passion for the business you know you give them a confidence and and really something so small that really helps them, you know? Yeah, definitely. And, and thinking back to when you started and now the, the ease of access that people have to learning opportunities online through Norvell and other companies as well as on YouTube and looking, thinking about it, like you said, you started in 2006. YouTube started, became something in 2005. So to think that probably wasn't even an option yeah. back then. It was literally like reading stuff and things like that. Exactly. So and the videos then were not what they are now. You know, it, it was more of a, you think back to college or high school, the classroom setting, you're like literally watching someone, you know, read a book or something. So it, it was awful, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and now, but I would say I, I've helped people, you know, I, I've gained so much knowledge about it and I do have a passion for it. So I've, I've helped people start their own businesses. And I would even say now that, it's expanded so much. It's almost more difficult because there's so much information out there and so many people are, <laughs> are saying different things. So it's kind of like either way, it would be hard, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, there's so many brands just popping up all over and, and people who consider themselves experts that aren't giving the greatest advice, right. you know? So um, I, I guess at any speed you start, you know, it, it's not always going to be easy, but um I think the positive now is more people are, are aware of it. You know, a lot of more people do not want sun damage or tanning beds or anything like that. So it, that part helps us, you yep. know, to, to be more available. Yeah, from the client side, they're definitely more open to it. From the training perspective, like you mentioned, it's kind of information overload. And hopefully people, you know, everybody's going to find their own their own uh, little nook to go in there and find the people that they want to learn from, but, you know, go with somebody and stick with it at least. And uh, hopefully that person is honest and provides you the insight and information <laughs> that you need. Absolutely. Yeah. So as your business has grown and you've gone from the mobile to in the salon, a little bit different probably for you, how has your, how has your process or anything changed from a daily to, you know, weekly thing as far as what you do yourself? Uh, like, do you have any employees or anybody spraying for you? 
I do, and and that's been a difficult um, journey in itself. You know, one thing I I've always been an overachiever. I always worked very hard. You know, um, I I'm one of those people that doesn't stop working, which probably to a fault. Um, so as my client base grew, you know, I I was always readily available. You know, seven days a week, twenty four hours, and I I kind of burned myself out on that one. So you know that I think the biggest advice I can give would be to to stay balanced, you know, to, to create some boundaries, but still be readily available. And, um, I have had difficult, I'm trying to find someone to spray, you know, I, I don't know if it's me just wanting to, um, have so, you know, duplicate myself, which will never happen. Uh, you know, but then your clients get so used to you. So it, it's like your baby, you know, so, yeah. um, that portion's been difficult, but I do have two girls now. So, so far, so good. Um, you know, with the expansion, you kind of just have to let yourself go a little and and just, you know, do the best you can. Yeah. Um, but I've been fortunate to have that expansion. So in the end, I'm thankful for it. Yeah, definitely. And I think educating them, taking care of them, understanding them, you know, what they like and as, as humans and, you know, taking like ultimately caring for them will, will help you succeed in your business and everything like that. So that's, that's always helpful. And the work life balance is a challenge for everybody, especially nowadays that everybody has their phones and email all the time and things like that and contact through text, you know, phone calls, Facebook, whatever it may be. There's a fine line there, but there is, uh, the need to for people starting out at least to put a lot of that uh, work and sweat oh, equity in up front. I mean, I I did it for many years. You know, I I have three kids. So I was a single mom for a major part of that. So I mean, I just whenever I could make it happen. You know, you have to eat, sleep, drink. You know, yeah. whatever it is you're doing. I mean, if that's what you want to do, you know, I'd read articles not only pertaining to spray tanning but just business in general and marketing and. You know, how do I do this? How do I do that? I haven't really paid for much, um, much advertisement. You know, I've learned through the way, you know, it's more about connecting with people and, and, you know, having those relationships with people is really what's going to help you expand, you know, because in any industry, you're going to go with someone you know. And if a friend asks you, hey, do you want to go, you know, get a spray tan? Well, oh, hey, I have this friend over here. And that's how you're going to get yourself out there. You yeah. Know? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's important to stay focused on those type of things. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm a huge advocate for the internet, obviously, but I know that word of mouth and referrals and that networking is always going to be the number one driver, and and the most people have the most confidence with that. And I also know that spending a lot of time, like you were saying, not just on the spray tanning side, but yeah, you want to learn the business, the marketing, and that's something I'm also a huge advocate for. Is people once you learn to spray, what's the next thing? And a lot of people get caught up in looking for the next best product, like it's old, it's going to bring new clients in the doors. The clients ultimately don't care what the product is. They care, Absolutely. obviously, if it's if it's high quality and things like that. But past that, they want a good quality tan, and, and you got to go find those clients. So, yeah, I mean, they want they want an experience. You know, they want a connection. They want a, a good service, and and they want um, consistency. You know, yeah, that those things are all very important. Definitely, definitely. So if you had to pinpoint one thing that you've done and done very well to grow your business, what what would you say that that is? Um, I mean, I I guess I would just say, you know, being consistent, um, you know, just providing all those things that I just mentioned um, on a regular basis. I mean, I, I, 
I think just me working as hard as I did, I mean, I still work very hard, you know, but I'm, I literally, every extra moment I had was dedicated towards that. You know, people think that, oh, it's, it's a fun job and it's just, it's not, yeah, it's fun and it's got its great rewards, but it's hard work, you yep. know? And, um, I think a lot of people don't see that, but it, if you can push yourself to get through those hard moments and, you know, keep going and going, um, it, the rewards will pay off, you know, um, you, people really, uh, doubted me and thought that, that I was insane for leaving, you know, a, a great, great, stable, quote unquote job, you know, for doing this, but I always had a passion for it, you know, and, and I think that's one thing you have to follow, you know, if you're good at it and this is what you want to do, this is where you want to be, you know, don't ever jump into it because, oh, it's going to be a lot of money. Yeah, you will make decent money, but don't ever, you know, focus on that. I think it's more focused on the business itself, the people, you know, things like that are what's important. Yeah, money should never be the driver for those things, and that's with any business. And and like you said, it's important to um, be consistent, be persistent. And I'm a big, I'm also a big advocate for people that uh, I believe in goals and setting goals, but more more important than that is the habits that you create to achieve those goals because that's going to take you further. You know, once you achieve a goal, what's next versus if you have a habit that you do, like what's one thing I can do every single day to improve my business? What's one more contact I can make to network or something exactly. like that? So that's really important. Yeah, I mean, I in the, initially, you know, I, I was an assistant for a huge global marketing company um, and, and the CEO, he would, I had the great experience of learning from him, which if anybody can do that, you know, go ahead and, and learn from someone who knows what they're doing. You know, it obviously wasn't the same industry, but I did learn a lot. And, you know, in the beginning, I'd make a goal of, okay, even when I was mobile, I'm going to do 10 TNs this week. I'm going to, you know, meet five new people and tell them about my business, you know, um, get, hand out cards anywhere you go. I mean, my kids would think I was crazy. I would be in the grocery store. Hey, um, I need spray tans, you know, but now I can't go to the grocery store without running into two or three clients, you know, yeah. so yeah. it pays off, you it know, does. there's going to be times where, where you're exhausted and you don't want to do it. But if you keep doing it and keep being consistent, it will definitely pay off. Yeah. And you got to think outside the box and, you know, go against the grain sometimes, I believe, and, and mm -hmm. make yourself uncomfortable if you're, you know, success is outside of your <laughs> success. Yeah. I have a coaster right here that says life begins at the end of your comfort zone, which is so true because once you get outside of that, you oftentimes find that success. So it might be hard to, you know, approach people in the store and give them business cards, but if that's necessary for what you need to do. And then you have to do it. And like you said, learning from somebody in a different industry, in the end, business is business. You have people that have a need and you fulfill that need. So it's still the same, you know, the same concept there. Absolutely. So uh, what type of uh, solution and equipment do you use? I mean, I know you mentioned Norvell earlier, so you might have some yeah, affiliation I, there. Um, yeah, I've, I've used Norvell pretty much from the beginning. I've I, their equipment is, has been great, you know. Um, I had, you know, one or two issues here and there, but they, I love the way that they stand by their equipment. They stand by all of their products. Um, you know, the customer service always, always had great um, experiences with. Um, and, you know, I've tried other brands throughout the year. Not to say they're bad. I just have gotten consistent results with what I've used Um and so kind of what you said, you know, you, you kind of get, I don't think bored, but you want to see what else is out there and just try things different. But when you, 
I think I've learned that from you, you know, when you, when it's not broken, don't fix it. Like yeah. don't focus on that. You know, you, you can make yourself stand out because Norval is pretty widely used and I always, you know, have used it and I, I've thought at times, well, maybe I should offer something that no one else has, but that can be something totally outside of your solution, you know, right. um, just the experience, the vibe, you know, everything like that can set you aside. So, um, I have nothing but good things to say about Norvell. I use their, their Z gun and that machine that goes with it. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I started out with like the M 1000 and then I went to like the mobile arena, which I think they call it something else now. And now I have the Z Z 3000, I think it's called. Um, but, and I still have those machines I started out with. They yeah. still work. So yeah, that's it's, awesome. It's cool, you know. And and um, I've tried different machines. They just weren't for me, you know. So um, I would say they're great. And and they do have like the online courses now. They're a lot more advanced than they were when I started. But I still do those every now and then just to you know brush up. Like you can never have enough information. Sure. Yeah, and that kind of said, I mean, the next question was, was, uh, kind of regarding training and certification. Now, obviously, when you started out, you said it was a little limited, but you've, yeah. you've obviously <laughs> gone through some things now, so. Yeah, I, I did, I did online Norval courses. Um, you know, they have different business, um, you know, just starting up courses. They have, you know, color guides and different things like that. Um, I've watched, a bunch of YouTube videos, just different brands, different companies, basically any information that I can take in that's, you know, helpful. Um, and there, there was, you know, I've joined the spray tan group on Facebook where it's, you know, all the different spray tan artists from all over. And I've learned a lot from those people as well. Sure. Um, I think every day, you know, there's a new learning opportunity. So whether it's directly related to the industry or just business wise, I try to take in as much information as I can. And it's always pretty helpful. Sure. Yeah. Fil probably filter through, see what works for you and pass the rest out, you know, just to kind of yeah, keep it moving. For sure. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, w I wanted to touch on something you're talking about, the different solutions. And like you said, not just going around and testing and kind of sticking with it if it's not broken. Yeah. I would kind of challenge people again to think outside the box and versus, you know, you might be able to get some free samples. People might be paying to try some new products and mm -hmm. I'm not saying don't do it, but think about what you could do with that money, whether it's some online advertising on Facebook through Google AdWords or even taking care of your clients, maybe buying somebody a gift or something yeah. just outside of the box and something that's going to go a lot further and, and kind of help you grow your business. So that's something that I like to, you know, to kind of challenge people to think about, you know, think outside the box. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I, I've spent money, and not to say it's wasted, but, um, you know, I ended up sticking with what I started with. So, um, you know, if you want to change things up and, and you know, maybe I, I don't know if people feel like, oh, it's not working for me, but you shouldn't focus on, you know, if your spraying technique's good and people are satisfied with the results, then, hey, your solution's not the problem, you know. You just have to keep, you know, looking for different innovative ideas, you know, whether mm -hmm. it be doing a giveaway or, you know, something to attract people or just set yourself aside from, from others. You know, now there's so many people doing it, but if you have something that stands out, um, it, it, it'll go a long way. And I think that's more where you need to be directed at. And I personally don't do a whole lot of advertisement, you know, paid for, um, but I know people that do and it works well for them. So you just kind of have to, Although be aware of what others are doing, do what works best for you. You know, don't try and be copy someone else or, you know, anything like that. Like, yeah, you can get ideas from others, but 
what works for you might not work for the next person, you right. know? So I think that's very important yeah. Yep. And one of my pet peeves is people that just sit around and look at their competition and, you know, a lot of yeah. people want to emulate what others do and some of it can be, but ultimately you need to be unique and be different. And that's why there are, you know, the, the people in the world that are successful. If you look at them, they're probably a little different than most of us, you know, look at yeah. Mark Zuckerberg and people like that. They're, they're not normal <laughs> under yeah, social exactly. standards. And, you know, I've, I've learned, too, through the way, you know, um, there's people local to me that, that do the same service I do. And, and I think the biggest advice I can give to people, um, try and, you know, befriend those around you, even if they're down the street, you know, two blocks away. If you can, you know, sort of develop a, a network with those people, it can be helpful to your business, believe it or not. You know, I, I'd done that with a girl that was, you know, about a mile away from me. And it worked out well, you know, um, I, at that time I didn't have anyone working for me. And so if I had to go out of town or you can't be there 24 seven, you know, it's, it's good to develop that network, you know, don't now I get it. There's always going to be people who you can't really develop those type of friendships with, but if you can at least try to, you know, um, we can all, we all have our different styles, you know, there's a different hairstylist on every corner. Yep. So, um, you know, I think that's another thing and it, and, I do read a lot, you know, I read a, one of, one of a really successful real estate agent, um, who's, you know, in her late seventies that said the only year that she didn't make money was the year she focused on her business, um, on her competition too much, you mm -hmm. know? So it, it's, it's good to be aware, but that's not where your focus should be. And I think a lot of people do lose sight of those things, you know, um, but focus on your clients. Like definitely. that's where, that's what's keeping you going, you know? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's a community is a huge thing for me and I think it's important to embrace that. This industry specifically is one of the most, you know, protected, I guess I would say. And people think, Oh, I'm not going to tell people that I spray horizontally instead of vertically or I spray <laughs> yeah. diagonally. Like that's going to immediately take customers away from them. But you know, community is yeah. great. And I, I mean, in all the industries I've been in, I'm friends with people that are technically my competition and we're in groups and exactly. we thrive and push each other forward versus bring each other down and worry about, oh, what are they doing? They're taking money from me. There's plenty of fish in the sea. So, Yeah, and, and I mean, you can, in a way, support one another. You know, I could... I can go complain to my friend who's a, who's a business banker that, that, hey, this is what's going on and I need help with this. And she doesn't know what I'm talking about, you know. Yeah. But if I have a friend who's doing spray tans, then, hey, we can, you know, relate to one another, help one another. Um, those type of things, I think, are really valuable, you know. And you can't, you can't get those from anyone else. Absolutely. So. Definitely, definitely. So, Megan, if you could write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out back in 2000. 2006 when you're doing your mobile tannings what would you say to yourself i would say um you know not to focus on the fears you know i focused for so many years like this isn't going to work and and how is it you know it, it was something completely outside of the norm but and there was many times i wanted to quit and i didn't want to do it and it was too hard and um but something always you know, held on to it. And I would just say, you know, follow your, your gut instincts and, you know, this is a passion that you have and, and don't listen to anything other than what you should be doing, you know, and I don't know where the future lies, but I do know that I, it taught me so much about myself, about life, about business. Um, and I've made some really amazing connections with people and clients and, you know, they're like family now. Um, and I do see success 
from where I started and I do feel like I will have further development. So I would say just, you know, focus on, on what you want to do and make it happen, you know? Yeah. Fear, fear oftentimes gets in people's ways and kind of holds them back versus pushing them forward. Use that fear to drive you. And like you said, there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be times where you doubt it. Let that be some, some way to push you forward. Everybody goes through that. You're not alone if you're struggling, if your business is slow. Obviously, during the, the winter months, it's slower for people. That's common things. But what can you do you know, every day to drive and push your business forward? What's one new connection you can make? What's one new person you can impact? Whatever that may be. So think about that sometimes and, and don't uh, focus on the negatives or the fear. Um, that, that's always going to be something that can drive you instead. So, Megan, thank you so much for sharing all this information today. Uh, appreciate your time and, and the commitment you gave to the Happy Tans community. All right. Thank you for having me. It was great talking You're, to you. My pleasure. Take care. All right. Thanks. Hey, everyone. Grant from Happy Tans here. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you, Megan from Endless Summer, for taking your time to share your information, your insights, and inspiration for everybody. As she said in this interview, there's a lot of hard work. There's a lot of fear that you have to overcome, but you can do it, and you need to do that in order to be successful in your business. Starting out in 2006 with little to no training and mobile tanning, she was able to take that and open a location eight years later. She did that on the side as she grew her business until she had the time to be able to, to take that leap of faith and go to the next level to open her own business in full time. Again, Megan, thank you so much for sharing that. As always, if you have any information or feedback, you can reach out to me, happytans.com, grant at happytans.com. I'm always here to help. Thank you again. Our sponsor today, happytans.biz, the first website builder for sunless tanners only. If you have any questions, again, feel free to reach out to me. Thank you so much for your time and have a wonderful day.